that, that's, the, that's the choice. That's, <laughs> that's the way to go because dairy upsets the stomach and half and half while it's dairy settles the stomach. I should have asked for scientific proof. <laughs> I, I would think so. Study. Oh, gosh. Half and half is in keto. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show Feeling Well. I'm Ralph, and I'm here today with Lloyd Howell, enjoying the day. And we have a special guest today, a man I met five minutes ago. If that. No, no pre-pod communication whatsoever. But folks, that way. Like, but folks, watch the trailer before you see the movie. No, folks, I can riff with anybody. All right, put me in a room with Osama bin Laden, and we'll riff until the cows come home. Let's make that know? clear. I'll be like, hey, oh, you're Saudi Arabian, you're not Afghani origin. I'm from Long Island, you know. <laughs> I know he's dead, but uh-huh. he's alive in my heart. That's right. Well, if you but, could riff uh, with him as a dead man, that'd really be saying something. That's right, Greg. Is here. Greg is here. Yeah, um, I was trying to figure out if I should use a fake name for this, but I guess is that a. It's too late now. It's too late now. That you know. We're gonna have your address in the show notes. I'm too old for that. <laughs> fake names are for the birds. Hey. I used to have a fake name uh, when I was on the radio, and I hated it. Yeah. Would scald myself in the shower every day, <laughs> thinking about how I was using a fake name and how ridiculous it was. Oh. So Greg is good. We can stick with that. Okay. Greggy cool. Greg, and I feel. I feel an immediate kinship with you as a fellow podcaster. You do. Is there an, there's an energy field that you can tap? You don't into? feel the same th- way. You said that like you do. Uh, you know, <laughs> feel like I feel like we're brothers. I can go along with this and say yes because I, you know we have we're to troops. It. We're better than troops. If I, if I create a divide between <laughs> us at the beginning of the show, it may not be the a bond we show. share immediately is infinitely more valuable than those shared by troops on the battlegrounds. Well. That's that goes without saying. Yeah, <laughs> I would uh, say, man, and I'm feeling good. I'm ready to puck. I'm like Kelsey Grammer on the set of Frasier. Yeah, where it's like I was feeling tired and fatigued and drinking, but as soon as that light goes on, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I come alive on the mic. Oh, how's everybody feeling? I think uh, it's been it's been a weird couple of weeks for me. Mm-hmm. Um, You've been unemployed. I've been unemployed, um, and. Uh, you know, so I've just been spinning my wheels, um, you know, doing my best. To, Growing your to, radishes, tending to your pickled cabbage. Oh, let me tell you. If I could tell you of all the the attempts that I've made. You know what's ironic is that I've become a pretty big cabbage head myself. Have you? Yeah. I've been doing a lot of cabbage soup. Okay. I'm going to make some Indian spiced cabbage with some vindaloo I'm going to make later. Oh. Well, can I ask you this? Uh, a turnip. Do you know anything about turnips? Do I know I anything about? Turnips? I don't fuck with root vegetables, friend. I would. I well, right. as a gardener, <laughs> as a gardener, I, went, I made a soup last night, and there was a turnip at the store that looked appealing to me. But it's a root vegetable, sure, and I, I guessed what the taste would be, and I was pretty correct. But I just don't know if there's uh, anything specific. You know about turnips? Anything? I should know about turnips. <laughs> I'm gonna continue to eat turnips. Oh. What's your turnip take, Lloyd? Oh, turnips are are the king of the root vegetable in many what? people's eyes. No, I'm just kidding. They're 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 like I don't know. I like a nice roast. Like I love to take a bunch of different root vegetables and I love sure. to slice them up. I love to put them in a glass pan in like you know, roast them in a in fucking an oven under uh, what's heat. what's it called? Looks like fennel but isn't fennel. Isn't um looks like fennel but isn't fennel. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. You're thinking of celeriac? I need to look Whoa, celeriac. Like. 
You ever heard of celeriac? No? Have I heard of... <laughs> no, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> the hell is that? It is It is a root vegetable. Um, and it, and it's, it kind What's of a grows. white one that's in like a spring roast? I made a lamb rag out a with it. Maybe, maybe parsnip, maybe rutabaga. Rutabaga, yeah. I don't yeah. even. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Point is, all of those things exist. They do. But oh. yeah, root vegetables. Root vegetables. I I uh, I talked a little bit a couple episodes ago about like my attempts to grow potatoes on the roof mm-hmm. and how paltry, how small they were. Yeah. And then I, uh, you know, I doubled down and I posted the videos on the uh, on the because everyone had to. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and everyone to give everyone like you know, just a just a little laugh, you know, to help. Yeah, them. I oh. like la- I like. This is gonna sound not how I intended, but I like seeing you as a character in a plot, who is not necessarily suffering but contending with something. You know, you're amusing <laughs> to me. You're like Buster Keaton in a Buster Keaton movie. Oh. Like, oh. just, like, when you came here today, just the way you, like, scaled the steps walking up, you just looked like you had the world on your shoulders. <laughs> Something about you just amuses me. Oh. It's just, like, you being afflicted has just, just, like, a centrally comic element to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, Lloyd. You like this. I like the podcast, yeah. Well, no, I feel as though you like this description. Of your oh. presence in the world, well, the way you, yeah, you carry you, yourself in public. I guess, I guess the word is, is a, pride, a, a form of stoicism. But like, like I'm, I'm getting, I'm, 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 I'm you enduring, just you <laughs> enduring things huh. is a look that really suits you. Well, I, I, I don't find that, I don't find that like, just absorbing pain okay. and inconvenience like, and inanities, right. and you're just like, huh, well. Why well, are you hmm. doing it for other people? Are you a modern day Jesus? No, of no, sorts? I'm not doing it for other people. Just, like I'm not uh, bearing the load. So other no, people. to me, he's just like I always compare him to like, just like kind of like an old world, like uh, Eastern European fish, like a fishmonger <laughs> who just has cabbage water for every meal and lives in a hut with his with his so, with yeah. his uh-huh. ratchet. Trad wife, yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just like, looks, mm, ha, you know. cold. You have like six kids and three of them die. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, ha, ah, well. I cut loose a little bit at the Harvest Festival, but not too much. Mm. You know. It's a shame what befell Tacey in Philadelphia, but yeah. <laughs> the others would till the field. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, that... That is uh, speaking of um, where does this come from? Where does where does this come from? Um, What's going on? I know you're unemployed now, so maybe that's well. That's I, a, no, no, no. But this is the, like I kind of I do have this tendency of like that's how I've always that's how I've always characterized you in my head. I like like what do I do? Do I do I give of myself so that others may increase? Like is that is that Protestantism? Like is that my definitely my, a Protestant vibe yeah. and just a feeling of like I. No, I have to suffer, uh-huh. so I'm just going to go ahead and suffer and not make a big stink about it. <laughs> uh, is some of the suffering manufactured, though? Maybe you're living too good of a life and you know. feel guilty over this. You mean like you mean like it's self-imposed or it's, it's he to imagines a, to an it? Extent. Well, I could just kind of feel like, again, I'm again I, the weight... A little bit further away, sorry. It's the weight of the world, I feel. It's almost like you're you're like a sponge just for like the... 
just 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 the the the, the, the psychic energy that runs off all things <laughs> you know i do feel bad What's often. that thing? You're like a dream catcher for a bad feeling for bad. in the ether. You know, it's oh. like it's like you're a sieve that just wades through the ether, like a, collecting the bad things. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> or just like a like a psychic projection, like a spirit created by by. In a way, kind of thoughts. like a martyr, but not special. Not special. just like one of countless people who have to be fed into the mill in mm. some way. Yeah. Ooh. And you know, and you know that that's your station in life, <laughs> and you accept it with a with a, with a grimace. Well, yeah, I, I hope you don't take offense to me. I, I wasn't <laughs> accusing you earlier of doing this as an act. It was more projection on my part because mm. there's been times in my life I look at things and I say these are way too good. The things are way too good. You and said, now, are you're one to self sabotage? Yeah. Now I need. Now I'm going to become a drug addict mm-hmm. just so there is something for me to carry around. Yeah. A load to bear. Mm. What What drugs would you abuse? Well, I I loved uh, opiate painkillers. Mm. Yeah, those are very popular, I hear. Yeah, they become a little too expensive, so it's out of reach for the middle class these days, which is a shame. <laughs> uh, I just saw that the uh, people turned to heroin. Yeah, I I just saw that the uh, the the heiress of the uh, the Sackler family, the OxyContin fortune, just uh, uh, yeah. bought herself a new mansion. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, look, they had a product. There was demand. <laughs> Can't really fault them. <laughs> Because they forced it on people. The market. Just because they uh, lied, flat out lied, and said there were no problems with addiction yeah. that would come along with this drug. Yeah. Hey, it's the uh, capitalism at its best. Oh boy, I had a I had a buddy in high school that was a little had a had a problem with those. No good. Well, yeah, we joke no about it. I'm making jokes about it. It is a serious thing. I don't know if we want to go down that path on this show because this feels like lighthearted. No, we 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 talk about many serious things on this podcast. Now, now. Uh, Greg here is himself a podcaster, as we mentioned, and 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 your podcast is called uh, One Topic. Yes, that um, is correct. Which is like the next level of organization above this, which has, which has. We just like to raw. We just like to raw dog it. Yeah, yeah. Like Ralph. Ralph tried to have a topic a long time ago, and I got. And Lloyd I got rejected mad. it. And Lloyd rejected it. Well, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of restrictions to art. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm not opposed to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Limitations spur creativity. Yeah, sometimes you have to put. To be clear, in we're box. referring to podcasting as art. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was the yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, uh, no, conversational podcast. That's like kind this. of like Lars von Trier's uh, his thing. He has the, the self-imposed uh, limits. You know, Dogma ninety five. Uh, yeah. That's my inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah that was. <laughs> you're the Lars von Trier of podcasting. <laughs> I had to kind of model yeah. my life. Yeah, that's a way. why you're completely nude right now. Yes, yeah. and we appreciate that. You know, it took yeah. me a long time to realize that just being myself is the only way to go. It's the only way to go. And you mm, can only be you can well, only be creative in one's own skin. Yes, without trappings, without these affectations of the but modern world. I, there's no, I the way you do this show. I'm a well, big our podcast fan. is really cursed because we kind of started it. You know, it came from a place of a lot of. It was it was kind of started just by like a manic episode I had, mm-hmm. you know, and like me and Lloyd had entertained the idea before, so I knew he was gonna. If I was gonna do a podcast, he would be my guy, you know. And just like one day, I was kind of like, you know, I was like losing it. I'm not really out of it now, but I was like, oh yeah, podcast is the answer. And then we just <laughs> kind of started it, and like deliberately doesn't have a theme. Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm too embarrassed to quit 
Yeah. So I'm stuck doing it. It's I, like, yeah. That's good, though. With, with podcasting, I feel as though a lot of people get in. They think there's going to be success and riches and notoriety immediately. They do maybe three months worth of shows, and that's it. It, that's it doesn't it. end right away. Quite See, often. I don't want to be. I don't want to be that cliche. So that's what keeps me doing it. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think you got to stick around. Persistence is what's going to get you somewhere. Yeah. Before you know it, you're going to have some obscure Chicago-based jewelry company who wants to yes. sponsor the show. Yes. <laughs> We're going to get Blue Chew one day. One of these days. <laughs> one oh. day. Oh, God willing. Yeah. Oh. I, but yes, the, the consistency with podcasting is the way to do it. So even if, no matter the motivation. Yeah, and I've said this before on the podcast, but I just, if nothing else, I like the idea of just having this in my wake you know, it's just like when I like just sporadically die, it'll be like, oh, here's 32 hours of him talking to a friend <laughs> in the form of a podcast. I'm all about having, you know, when like you get into someone like maybe some kind of artist or historical figure and you like read their Wikipedia page. And when you get to the like, 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 like the, the life uh, section, there's like kind of like a weird little detail. I'm like, huh, it's weird that they got into they like got into tennis before they blew their brains out. I like in life creating those things for myself in my Wikipedia article. Mm. A you side know? note. Yeah, those, those, those curious footnotes where it's like, oh, you got into podcasting before, <laughs> before jumping off the uh, George Washington Bridge, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was the end result uh, of his killing spree. Yes. yes. There was a point. There's these podcasts and then people comb over them and they try to get inside your mind. I like. I like were there hints? I like yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's just I like adding those ambiguous little details. Is yeah. there anything we could have done? So this was your dream, this podcast, and you pulled Lloyd in. Um, I was the impetus, but we we had both kind of, uh, you know, we had entertained the idea before. Yeah, yeah. It, like we we had talked for for probably over a year. We threatened. Every yeah. now and then to yeah. do a podcast, yeah. it was like, "Wouldn't be could you imagine if we did a podcast?" Yeah, and then we then we recorded the first episode, and I, I I remember telling you about this, Greg. I was like, "Well, I don't know, like like we recorded the episode, and like you know, it had some it had some ups and downs, but I thought it was pretty funny." And then Ralph, you know, he wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't. Uh, I sat on it. it. I yeah. sat on it. I had to hear this quite often. Yeah, it's been weeks. Another week's gone by, and the show hasn't been released. I know. I almost chickened out. I was like, "This, this isn't the move." So, what, what was uh, that about? I guess I just kind of had this. I guess I was like, because I don't like to do something unless I feel like I can, like I can totally co-sign it, you know. And I was like, "Is this really what I want to do? Is this an image of myself I really want to share with the world?" And then eventually I was just like, oh, it doesn't fucking, nothing matters. So might as well do the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. yeah. Was there a battle in either of your parts? Because before I started doing a podcast, there was a real f struggle with who the fuck do you think you are? Like meaning myself. Who do you think you are to put your thoughts out there in some way as if it's meaningful and if anyone's interested in it? Well, I had to, I have, uh, for a while I had to view it as like, I had to tell myself like, well, this is just, Basically, this is just like an extension of social media, you know, because there are other things that I do. I, like, I'm a filmmaker, you know, so it's like I couldn't I was like, well, I, I'm not taking this as seriously as I would one of my films. So that felt weird to me. But it was like, oh, yeah, this is just like the same as posting bullshit on Twitter or Instagram. So that's how I have to view it. Or at least that's how I did. Long but now, form bullshit. Yeah. But now I realize that it's not only, Greg, vitally important to me 
And like when you but say it's a culture that, at large. When you say that, the toilet flushes <laughs> down the hall. That's a, great timing. Which I know that, that wasn't picked up by the mics, but trust me, there's yeah. a toilet that flushed at that oh. exact moment. Yeah. <laughs> and Lloyd is a reserved guy. I'm a pretty reserved guy. Getting no. into this. We got a lot of ambient noise in this episode, but that's it's okay. Cool. Yeah. Little peek behind the curtain. To me, that's um, like when on on a rap song they'll be like, "Turn my headphones up," but they just keep that in. They keep it in, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it is it is a another way of kind of reinforcing the the parasocial element of, in that case, rap, and in this case, the podcast, the Feeling Well podcast. Um, but no, I, I you know I don't I don't really consider myself a a filmmaker like Ralph does. Um, you know, Greg has his his radio career, um, and like many other projects besides this. Me, I'm just kind of I'm just kind of hanging out and enjoying the day. Um, yeah, and the and the podcast is its own justification um, because I love said, folks. I love the podcast. Yeah, we love to be here. We love to speak. So what got you to do it? What got well? Um, you know. Uh, Ralph, for all his bluster, is a is a is a thoughtful man, and you know he's 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 dedicated to a project once he puts his mind to it. So, it it was a uh, you know, I was like, okay, this is a, this is a solid thing that we can do every week mm-hmm. um, for as long as we do it, and I don't have to I don't have to I don't have to chase him. Like I don't have to. I'm here, baby. He's here. He's ready. He's uh he's he's enthusiastic about it. If Lloyd stumbled to my door every night, I'd record every night. <laughs> All right. And that's what I that's what I hope that we do eventually. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I I am I was thinking about it because I, I, I talked about I was a I'm now I am now a two time podcast guest. Mm-hmm. I've been on I've been mm-hmm. on Liquid Flannel and I've now been on Great in Theory. And uh um you know, on, on Great in Theory this past week I was talking about how as a freelancer, like I just don't have, uh, I don't have any control over when I work, and so I was expecting to to work this coming week, and uh, that rug was pulled out from under you. My that the rug was pulled out from under my ass, and suddenly I find myself with like an extra week of unexpected downtime for which I am not going to be paid, um, and so like, God. Should I should I post more? Should I yes. like try to try post to record additional additional content somehow? Pod like, through the pain. I got to do something. Like I can't I can't just keep sitting in my house and like playing with my stupid cats. Like, you don't like that. No, I like you know it's good. Like I I do enjoy doing that, but it is, you know, it is it it does feel so static. It mm-hmm. feels so, you know. Um, it, it it feels unproductive and uncreative in a in like a uh like a like a what's the word i'm looking for it it feels it feels like kind of drinking a glass of warm milk and like sinking into a interesting like a pool of of gravy you know it's like that scene huh is that good or bad it's it's it is uh what the fuck are you talking it's good, about it's good but it's dangerous i mean i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm thinking about the scene in I'm thinking about the scene in Under the Skin, where like, I haven't Scarlet, seen it, been meaning to watch. Well, that. it's a movie where Scarlett Johansson is some kind of alien creature, um, and she lures men back to her 
her house. Yeah. And when they enter the house, it's like this this black void, and uh, they kind of follow her because she's super super sexy. Right. So you just kind of feel like you disassociate. Yeah. And 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 they and they follow her into this into this black void, and they slowly start sinking as they as they follow her as she disrobes in this room, and they 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 uh, you know inch by inch they they sink and they they can't. They can't stop struggling and following. A sinking feeling you feel. Yes. Like you're disappearing, yes. like you're fading away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like how it's kind of like how I feel when I, um, a couple years ago, I spent like, I spent like three weeks at my childhood home in a row mm. because I wasn't working. And I was like, oh, I, like, I really like the country. Um, like I like the woods. Old childhood bedroom? I did. I did. And I just felt myself reverting like to old patterns. And it was very, uh, it was not alarming, but it was like, oh boy, like I can't, I can't be here anymore. This is, it's very comfortable, but it's not, I can't square it with. I can't be here, yes. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask about that bedroom. Uh-huh. Did you lie in that twin size bed at night that you're probably too big for now <laughs> and think about a younger version of yourself that used to stay awake at night and dream and thought that the possibilities of the world were endless and then returning <laughs> looking oh, at yourself boy. in the mirror like oh wow oh. that didn't really turn out the way i thought it would well i'm sinking in a bowl of gravy while drinking warm milk now, so. <laughs> that sounds nice to me <laughs> <laughs> oh well it's cozy i mean it's, it's like a warm, i'd love to like be lowered milk. into into warm gravy <laughs> white gravy oh. or uh Cream gravy yeah, or brown, brown gravy? gravy? White gravy is too evocative of ejaculate. Mm, don't want that. Wouldn't want that warm ejaculate. To me. But That's brown would warmer. be very stark. 98.6. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's, no, That's no longer the uh, correct body temperature. Really? They lowered it a bit. What it's 97 point something now. Fuck out of here. Really? Yeah, they can't was, do that. The standard was set, was set so long ago now that they have wow. more precise instruments. 97 Lloyd Powell has, um, he's, got, he's got powdered milk that comes out. <laughs> you have to just, add water. <laughs> <laughs> just as an aside. Uh, yeah. Like baby formula. Yeah. So what, so um, what can uh, you do to get back on track? What are you looking for? What are you searching for? Um... Well, you know, I'm not. I'm not looking to get back into into ancient pathways. What he was trying to, to say is that the pod is his salvation. Well, I wanted to hear him say it. It's so hard to get things out of him. I, look, you ruined it. <laughs> oh, this was a session. Sorry. I took the whole show to sorry. pull that out of him. That's what I was going. With. No, I'm walling myself off now. I just I'm wanted walling myself to, off. I just I want to know what's going on in that mysterious head of his. Oh, well. Ralph's an open book. We all know what we're getting. <laughs> That's true. And maybe it's a front because I've only met him at no, this point. I, that I could mean, be true as well. Minutes ago. That could be true as well. Mm-hmm. Well, the real irony of the podcast is that I'm all talk, but Lloyd, he's he's uh, gentler in the way he conducts himself, but boy, howdy, does he have some secrets. I this, don't know about secrets. This, this man, this man is a freak. Well, let's <laughs> throw a secret out there. I know some things have been revealed on previous episodes, like maybe embarrassing stories that you've uh, kept in the dark for a while. I've heard some of those, but a secret right now. Let's hear something. Oh, a secret. A secret, hey? <laughs> well, I wouldn't know too much about secrets. What about, um... Uh, <laughs> give, me, give me like a category. Give me like a broad what, category. What about uh, maybe some kind of interesting 
sexual arrangement you maybe had at some point. <laughs> oh. See, leading. Mm. Mm. No, man. <laughs> he wants. To, he's right there. There is part. There is part of you that wants to go there. Oh, there's a battle. I know. I, I see know. This internal struggle. This would blow the listeners' minds I'm if thinking, they knew about it. I'm thinking about the consequences <laughs> in my personal life, and I'm just gritting my teeth. And I'm like, oh, what would happen? I don't. I like. It would be. It would be unbecoming. I. Can, I can't do it, man. It's. It's woke. Just be woke. It's not woke. <laughs> Well, you have you to now. Trick me by you have smoke. to now. Oh, <laughs> no. hang on. Let me quickly like get a get a version of it that's like. Oh, uh, like, oh, I don't like this. He he brought up secrets. <laughs> he brought he brought up secrets. Uh, actually, I guess I brought them up, <laughs> but he he pressed you on them. Yeah. Oh Lord, I'm oh. gonna break you. Look, you want a bigger audience. You got to draw people in. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what they like? They like authenticity. Yes. That's what they want. You guys are. This is what Potten's all about. I I brought you on, Greg, because I thought you'd be a guy on my side because I thought I I could trust you. Hey, you can just say, stop, and I'll stop. Oh. Look, he just knows. Set a boundary. He is a a pod shark like me. (laughs) And when he smells blood in the water, Mm. that's where he goes. Ugh. It's a very intimate medium. All people hear is your voice, and they usually consume it alone. With the, the, you're in their head. That is it. They'll put it on some. You have nothing to headphones. be ashamed of. Just, just tell us. Oh boy. Um. <laughs> you should just resort to some other secret at this point. I should just resort to. I hate blueberries. Oh Ooh. fuck. Everyone loves blueberries. How could you um, not like blueberries? All right, you you think about that. I'll, I'm thinking about. I it. want to talk about, about my it. trip to Cleveland. Okay. Oh. Oh yeah. Ralph. Ralph was uh, on a trip to. We might work top to off Cleveland the episode with uh, Lloyd's. Uh, was this the first time you've been? To Cle- I've only ever seen it from a plane. It's the first time I've been to Cleveland. Okay. I, I was there, there. I was there for work. Uh, I produce videos for this medical company. Um, and filmmaker. Uh, no, yeah, this is this is garbage. What I do, it's, 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 it's stupid and worthless. But uh, I'm there with my coworker, and I have to say, you know, I've been very irritable lately. My life hasn't been going excellently, yeah. and I find like when I'm on like the crowded C train coming home from work, I'm just like waiting to snap at someone. One of the man. old ones that has nowhere to hold on. You know, they are the old versions of the C. There's the new, they put the new trains in operation, the C train, and they've got enough poles for you to hold I'm on I'm trying to. to pour my heart out. You're talking to me about trains. Well, <laughs> just because this, I'm trying to understand what train you're on because that one. The C really, train. What do you mean nothing to hold on to? There's well, a, what? some of those old C trains, the ones that have been in operation since 1964, they don't have poles near the doors because they don't want people to hang out near the doors, but everyone hangs out near the doors, and sometimes it gets frustrating. And that's why I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was just trying to understand which train you're on because if you're on the old train, and you are getting Greg, stirred. Greg, I Greg. would really understand it, but if you're on the new Greg, train, Greg, 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 it's like, whoa, things really are wrong. Greg, please. That's all. Okay. Um, That's, that was the thought process. There was a reason. He's asking you to paint a picture. You have just... It's theater of the mind. I'm furiously angry right now, but because you're a guest... Okay. I'm going to sit back. I'm now. just... I'm, I'm... I want you to know I'm... I'm livid. I, you're not even right. looking me in the eye. I can tell. <laughs> so you're looking past me. She's speaking to me. 
Okay. Kidding, of course. But the point is that, like, you know, uh, uh, a lot of just being, like, miserable and frustrated with my life and, like, kind of just ergo miserable and frustrated with New York City, you know? Mm. But going to Cleveland, and we also, we drove to film someone in Columbus, and we were around, we were kind of all around Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was one of those times where I was like, I can't take for granted the fact that I live in a place that matters. Mm. All right. Because, all right, fine, whatever. Cleveland, I had a nice enough time, but like just, just bumming around Ohio, just a place that is devoid of culture. You know, like I, I just, it made Long Island look good. <laughs> At least Long Island has Italian Americans. <laughs> I previously said, cause that's the thing, there's no diversity, so there's no culture. I previously said on this podcast that Italian Americans are the worst people in America. I was kidding, of course, but it's like, at least their culture may be gaudy and embarrassing, but at least they have a culture. They like food, they like clothes. But just being in fucking Ohio, I was just like, just it, it, it's 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 such a it's such a gift and a curse to have like good taste, you know, <laughs> to like care about like just like mm. these people. Like I remember we were checking into our hotel and there was like this family in front of us and there was like this dad with his family and he was just like his clothes were just garbage, you know. He's just like wearing this shit. Yeah, describe the outfit. I want to I want to I want to paint a picture. He's just like wearing he's just like wearing like this jersey and he's just like fucking target pants and he's got like his shitty patchy beard and his his fucked up skin and it's like I know that like you start a family and you get well into middle age and maybe like you stop giving a fuck and that's good in some ways but I couldn't imagine taking so little pride in one's appearance you know Mm. and it's just like it, it, it really Oh my god! And then I, like I had to have like an extended layover in D.C. Oh, and I was just like in this like worst place. bar or restaurant I in D.C. And it's just like it just really made me feel grateful to be in like a place where like there is a culture. Like these people disgusted me. <laughs> you know? Huh? I gotta get like on some. Like I gotta a... get on some coastal elitist shit right here. You know? <laughs> but oh boy! But um. I'm there, and um, the the main, uh, like, the meat of the trip is that there was this woman who had MS, and uh, my boss treated her with uh, stem cells, and uh, she had uh, actually, like, an incredible recovery. And uh, I go there, and I go to her house, and, you know, I, I, I view my job, what I do, with, like, utter contempt, you know? I don't t- but it's like we go there, and uh, I interview this woman, um, I interview uh, like her two aunts that raised her. I interview her daughters and her sisters. And we have these like kind of long interviews in which like, I mean, they're, they're like talking to me about stuff that's like life. Like the doctor told her like, I'm not gonna, you're not gonna be able to walk anymore. And she like suffered and she like sold her house so she can like afford to pay for this stem cell treatment. Like she doesn't know anything about stem cell technology and she had to go out of the country to uh to do it when she talks about how terrifying that was and like she's crying and i'm like talking to her children and like they're crying and i'm asking them the questions that i like know are gonna make them cry and i'm like like oh you know that that'll be 
that'll be good for the video if they cry too, you know? And I'm like, I'm like, you know, and, I'm, and like, and real manipulation. going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like I'm just, uh. well, it's actually like pretty, like usually what I do is absolute guard, uh, 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 dog shit, but it's like, it's actually pretty compelling. And then like, they started like getting ranty and they're like ranting about like, um, just kind of like healthcare in America. Mm -hmm. And they're like talking, they're like, they're actually, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty fucking relevant shit. They were like getting into like Bernie territory, talking about, how, you know, the evils of the pharmaceutical industry and all this. And I'm like, wow, I'm actually through my job. I'm actually kind of uh, uh, chronicling something that is uh, uh, substantial and relevant. And at one point, one of them was like, uh, you, you said you're going to like submit this to the FDA, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. But really, it's just so funny because the answer is like, well, we're ex it's <laughs> we're exploiting this to make one absurd idiot richer is the real <laughs> is the reality uh, but it's 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 cool that you you care about these things so it, oh it was it, it felt kind of like bittersweet and grim and um, yeah do you ever find that like like girls crying kind of turns you on it depends on the type of crying, I guess. Okay. All right. Here's my secret. Yes, absolutely. Like, <laughs> like 100%. Like, it's... Are you being real? Are you being real right no, now? No, I'm being real right now. Like, it's... It, it can be It can be a woman that I have, like, a completely platonic relationship with. What if What if it's crying after an orgasm? Um, That's great, too. He's talking... I'm, I'm interested in this. Um, what do you... Okay, go on. I, uh... Like, it can... It, I don't know. Just... It's something about the, um, it's something about like the intimacy of that situation, sure. and it's, also, and it's like, also like an uncontrolled emotion that's surfacing. Yeah, it's very, right? it's very like raw. It's and, visceral, yes, and it's, yes, so it's exciting it's, in that way. It is, yes, it's 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 like very primal. But the it's, context, uh, context, <clears throat> I think, surely matters. What if you're the person who made her cry? At that point, are you enjoying it? Listen, I've that complicates things. That, that does complicate things. I'm talking more um, crying I, in a void. I, I, of course, have never made anyone cry <laughs> because I'm nice. I don't think you'd be able to live with yourself if you did. I, He's yeah, just made probably. me cry with laughter with yes. his hilarious knock knock jokes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, right. hold on. What about you? Just a woman who's crying for some reason. Not like you're vindictively making her cry. No, of course not. We're not monsters. Well, not even. But just the fact that. I am the reason a woman is crying, then I, let's, you know, I can't handle it. But let's say she's not the reason. Let's say she's crying because of her mother recovered from MS and she's just kind of crying in front of you. Does that like kind of get your motor going? Are we talking sexually? No, I can't say that. It gets okay. Going in that way. In general, if someone's willing to cry and be open in front of me in such a manner, man or woman, or okay, but you're gender. like intellectual. I, I'm talking about something perverse. I know what you're getting yeah, at. yeah. And the, the answer is no. <laughs> All right. All right. So the answer is no. No, I, I don't see a woman crying. And now it's time. Oh, sorry. It's time for me to get that into the sack. No. <laughs> Even saying that in I, such a crude manner. Folks, makes I'm just asking questions. Oh, Greg. Greg. I, look, no, no judgment I, here. But like, I, I, I will say for myself, like, there have been, there have been times when like. I, when like kind of someone opens up to me and then like, you know, and we're not, we're not romantic partners. Like we're not, um, you know, intimate in that way, but, but because they're like, you know, revealing something very like intimate to me, like it's, it's inappropriate. Absolutely. But like, it's like, oh boy. Like, well, it's I like, like a, it's another form of being naked. Yeah. So absolutely. that's why it's like kind of sexually exciting. Yeah. 
you yeah, know? No question. They're exposing themselves in some way. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And it's at that point where the person's exposing themselves and, and you're trusting me with this. So I'm going to take that seriously. I'd prefer just to hold someone's hand in that situation. No, but see, even... <laughs> I set up a date once. Even on just OK in Cupid that... That said specifically, I just want to go hold hands tonight. We went to the park and held hands all night. Really? Nice. Yes. Dude, really? Was, Come on, man. Yes. <laughs> it was very sad. That's so lame, in man. The city, in the city of so many people where there's isolation, you can isolate amongst the millions. Sometimes sitting next to a person on the train and just touching shoulders is a nice dog. I think that's I think that's kind of nice, honestly. I'm trying to talk about <laughs> he's trying to talk about getting your pecorino tits. hard. Because <laughs> some chick is crying. I'm, I'm trying to, to get to the bottom down. of this. I'm not trying to shut that down. We can continue down that path. <laughs> you with your holding hands dates. Uh, yeah. Romantic at heart. There's, I would are, never I would never allow myself that. You would never allow yourself that? Yeah. In in the sense that you would find it degrading? I just I just Okay, look, this is not a dig at you. Dig away. I just, I, that would be, I would feel pathetic doing that. Hmm. Even if it would be emotionally satisfying. Huh. I wouldn't yeah, do see, it. To me, that was, that didn't feel pathetic at all in the sense like, wow, this is a big step to be, put, put this out there. I'm asking for something like this. No, you're right. You're right. Oh, boy. Huh. But I want to get back to getting hard from the client. I, I, I feel <laughs> Ralph. Ralph. Um, I wanna I, I feel I feel compelled to like tell the story of like the strangest OK Cupid thing I ever had. Okay. Yeah, um it. so I I used to be like an assistant editor on this like indie feature film. Um and like I was I was like single and like you know, I was like a shitty like early twenties guy. Like I didn't, I didn't have like a lot to to offer anyone, and I was like I was on OKCupid during the days, um, and back then I don't know if they still have this feature, but they they had like a like a like a chat a chat feature, and it was pretty new back then. But like before, it was like kind of an inbox thing, but now it was like a live chat, and so like oh fun, and so this um, it was like a somewhat older woman. She she started messaging with me. Um, and it would just be like during during the during the days. When you say older, at this point you're in your early twenties. Early twenties. Older to you at that. She age. Was, was. How old is this? She piece? was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was about forty-five. I want to say. Oh wow! Okay. Um, and uh, primo milf age. That's right. That's right. And uh, she worked for a. Do you agree, Greg? Just trying to right include there, Greg. Right in the middle. I felt, I felt like I was. I wanted Greg. I just want to. I'm not offended by any of this. No, no of course. Just yeah, yeah. Conversation. We're just having not a conversation. Any judgment. Um, yeah. I get very emotional on the podcast. It's true. It's Good. true. It, we should be getting emotional. So you're talking to this 45 year old, yeah, stacked and, milf, and <laughs> and and it just kind of like it goes on for for like months and months on end. And and what, like, are the, what are the conversations wait is this only only messaging each other only messaging for months for months like is that typical of you no no okay um usually sharing um like she would well the reason the reason that she was kind of really into messaging on okcupid was because she worked for like 
I don't know. I don't know exactly which company it was, but it was kind of like defense contractory oh or like it, it was some kind let's of, just say she worked for general dynamics she worked for general dynamics <laughs> um designing drones and uh um her 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 bosses uh like they blocked like facebook and twitter and like all those and so but but they didn't block okcupid so she could have chats on okcupid and like it wouldn't be a big deal um and so we just kind of talk about her work days and like i, I talk about you know what's going on with me at my work and it you know we you know like I, I try to i try to like sext with her a little bit and like she's sext before meeting yeah and how does lloyd howell sext oh boy it's like ooh, ah, ooh, ah, hmm. ooh. oh boy i wish sure. i could tell you i uh getting hot under the collar thinking about <laughs> parts of your body oh. that are obscured by by, by oh, cloth by your baggy blouse <laughs> i'm having <laughs> Having boudoir thoughts, gotta tell you. <laughs> boudoir um, and but it, but it just kind of kept going, and like I I would I would like date other people, and would, did you send her a dick pic? No. Have you ever sent a dick? Pic? He has. I brought that up because I remember I had this conversation with him and one other friend once, and my friend asked him, uh, "You ever sent a dick pic?" And he's like, "Ah, I have." And for some reason, that's <laughs> seared in my memory. I'm like, Lloyd Howell has has composed and sent a dick pic unsolicited. No, right. no, entirely solicited, entirely solicited. All right, so back to this. Back to this. No one said it was unsolicited. Why would you even introduce that to the conversation? Just asking questions. It's just that. Oh, I just want mm. information so I don't have to fill in blanks. That's all. Which one of you is the bigger villain in I this did. situation? <laughs> I'm so having trouble. This torrid, We're uh, bad this cop, torrid, bad cop. Yeah. Is your face in the dick pic, or is it like angled? Like you're there, like. Oh, the dick is in the foreground, but it's kind of like, but it's like south of the dick is just kind of your face out of focus. Like, hmm, hello. Oh, no. How does Lloyd Howell compose is, a dick pic? far and away the worst. <laughs> I mean, like, it's the funniest. <laughs> it's absolutely the funniest, but that's not. Oh, boy. You maximize the frame. <laughs> Walk me through, because I've never sent oh. a dick pic, and I would, I've, I, it's foreign to me. Mm-hmm. So... I, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not gonna. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, all right. So you're whatever. Talk, you're talking to this I'm woman. Talk, Move um, on then. So <laughs> listen, it's really easy to compose a good dick pic. Like you just like you, you low work, angle. You work the angles. Like you figure out what works it's in the like, moment. It's like you're shooting a castle. You want it to seem big and foreboding, <laughs> so you do the low angle, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Leaning Tower of Pisa, and so on. I'm cinematically literate. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I a Dutch an, angle. I had an yeah. image of all those people who stand next to the Leaning Tower of Pisa, pretending to hold it up. And yeah, a picture of your it's just Lloyd's dick. No, no. <laughs> um, Lloyd's pink, damp cock. Oh, Ralph. What? Ralph, please. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm just picking up what he's putting <laughs> that's down. That's right, right. That's right. Um, but you know, this, you're talking this, to this woman. I'm talking to this woman. It's 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 going on for some time, and like we kind of. We make a few half-hearted efforts to like have dinner or something, and like I'm seeing other people, and like she's not like she's not super. I don't know. Like she's got other things in her life. It kind of feels like she's just like a little lonely. Um, would she pay, by the way? Huh? I think would she be paying for the date if you went out? No. Was no. that ever discussed? 
No, we never discussed I that. I feel like at that point, working for that defense contractor, she should be paying yeah, for everything. Yeah, that's right. She'd, that be, blood she'd, money. Be, she'd be alpha-ing. Alpha yeah. yeah, I got drunk off of blood money last night. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I, I'm I, getting that I'm getting that complicit in war crimes type pussy. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> complicit in war crimes pussy be gripping. Um, <laughs> oh, no. But okay. go on, please. Um, so so eventually, like, like we actually exchanged numbers, and, like, you know, I, I leave that job, and, like, I... I you know, I, I, I start dating other people, these relationships come and go. And, uh, and, and one day, um, she texts me and she's like, I need your help with something. And, uh, I'm like, Oh, and you still have never met in person, never met in person. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and she, she's like, I'm having, I'm having like a, I have this really difficult situation at my house and I need you to come and help me. And I'm like, well, she spelled come see you <laughs> and you say yes and go to this and I do this woman do. you've never met I I was I was having a rough time and so I was like okay like I can I can help I can help someone where's she living she wow. lives in Midtown she lives like uh like like Midtown closer to like the Upper East Side so we're talking like I don't know what I, I I'm 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 kind of bad with streets, but it, it's it's in that area. We don't have to know the street. What happened no. next? And uh, and 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 I, I I I get to her house and I go up to her, um, and she she buzzes me and I go up to her apartment. And what she needs me to do is uh is is catch her foster cat, and get it into a uh, pet carrier because she doesn't want to take care of the cat anymore. Hmm. Um, and. Uh, is that the end of the story? And but but and and I and I did do that. And I I and like she lived alone in this like very very str- and you know, and in person like kind of you know, fragile as glass and you know, was she hot? Uh she she was I no, no. Oh, okay. Um well, I guess you saw her pictures at least. I saw her picture. I mean, she she was she was pretty, but she was like So that's it. You 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 I, I helped get her her cat into a pet carrier, and I, I I carried it to the veterinarian for her. And that was the last you saw of her. That was the last I ever saw her. And, and you know, she wanted to like take me to dinner afterwards, but we never we never rekindled that spark. I was expecting. I'm sorry more if that's disappointing. That story. I'm sorry. You know, it was it was just a it was such a slow burn for me. It was like months of my life. I think it's a great payoff. You think story. it's a great payoff? If you had sex, that would have been very disappointing. <laughs> All this time invested to go help yeah. a woman put a cat It's more in interesting that there's no sex, it's yes. It's fitting in yeah. his life. Yeah. I think uh, well, Lloyd's life. No, that is that is Lloyd in a nutshell for yes. sure. It, well, I mean, it was this kind of ferocious beast, and it was like very resistant to being caught, and so I like had to... I guess it's nice that you helped this lonely... I had to I had to trap this, yeah. this angry animal and... Uh, you know, that's happened to me a couple of times. I'm really good with. If someone wanted cats. to, you could add allegorical content to, to that story. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of dating apps, uh, this was actually a story I wanted to share earlier when I was talking about Cleveland. I forgot about it, but um, so um, I'm in Cleveland, um, and it's like nighttime, and me and my coworker, we were at a bar, and we order an Uber to go to this restaurant, and. The Uber driver comes and there's like some confusion. He doesn't like park where we are, or whatever. We go to the car and immediately he has like, we get in the car and he has like this uh, nervous, chatty energy. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, sometimes I, I look at it. I don't know if I'm supposed to park on the corner or what or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's fine. 
Before you move on, Cleveland's one of these places where Uber is just people in their cars. I was driving home from the grocery store. Is that right? Here in New York, Uber, you have to be licensed. You could say they're professional drivers. Does uh, it does it differ in that way from yeah, state to state? Yeah, because, look, I asked these questions. Oh, it does differ uh, from state to state. I don't think the regulations in other cities are as stringent. But uh, I asked the question because I like painting pictures in my head, and I, had, I want an image of this guy picking you up. There was kind of that vibe. It was a little too... It was a little too familiar, but yeah, he's, he's, he's picking me up and he's very talkative, you know, we're talking and, uh, he's, uh, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, where are you going? I'm like, we're going to a restaurant called like town hall. And he's like, oh yeah, I, uh, my, uh, friend, she tried to uh, set me up with her brother there. And I was like, oh, okay. And, uh, I was like, well, how, how did that go? He's like, ah, oh, you know, and he like proceeds to tell me the story about how. He went there to meet this girl's brother, but then uh, he didn't show up, whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm probably, uh, probably getting too old to try and uh, hook up with uh, young guys, you know. <laughs> and I was, and I say, oh, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm the, you know, I'm the last one to judge in that department. You know, you do, you do you. He's like, yeah, well, you know, uh, broke up my uh, marriage of eight years. Ooh. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, I was with my husband and, uh, you know, we just, we, we wouldn't have sex, you know? And then eventually I was, and I was like, hey, look, I mean, that happens. I mean, if, if a relationship isn't sexually compatible, like that's, you know, that'll happen. You know, people need their needs met. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm really on his side, like talking to him, okay. you know, casually. <clears throat> He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, how did he find out? He's like, oh, he found my phone. There's messages on my phone. I'm like, oh, classic, you know. And he's like, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was, it was stupid, you know, because the the guy, it's like, I was so much older than him. It was, it was, it was never gonna work. And I was like, well, how old was he? And there's a pause. And I'm sitting in the back of the car. My coworker's next to me. He's quiet. This guy is suddenly quiet. And he goes, he's. 18 now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Jesus yes. Christ. And I'm like, and it's like, all right, so oh, my surely God. this happened within the last 11 months, right? <laughs> but it's like, he's like, he's 18 now. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, it's actually a weird story because like he messages me and he says that he's 18 and he ended up being 16, which is the age of consent here in Ohio. But this happened in New York. And I'm like, <laughs> age of consent here is 17. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah. And it was a whole thing. And I kept telling him, you know, he like tried to like turn the tables on him rhetorically. He's like, I tried to tell him, you shouldn't tell people you're 18 when you're 16. I tried to tell him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And he's like, oh, and she had, he, it was, it could have been a whole thing. I mean, he had this like aunt that he lived with. And if he had told her this and that, Jesus Christ. and it's like, I didn't ask. I don't know why he's telling me this. Why? He's just offering it. You get in the car. Yeah, like I would chalk that under never tell anybody. Yeah. But he's not only telling a random stranger. He's telling someone he's picking up in his Uber car. Right, right. Do you think he's telling every person he picks up in his Uber car? <laughs> that is the story? question. Hey, yeah. What is he trying to get out of it by I, telling that story? I'm sure it like, you know, did it, did it seem like it was eating him up inside? I mean, did it seem that way? Like, he, like he's he he'll tell anyone he well, like he out of can. amusement. I probably asked like one or two more follow up questions uh-huh. than people would. Like, I asked like, why did your marriage end that you just brought up? 
How old was he? So maybe he did want to get it off his chest. Yeah. But like his whole thing was like, I want to entertain you as your Uber driver. And as we finally like pulled up to the restaurant, he was like, I just rated you five stars on Uber. If you can do the same thing for me, I would really appreciate it. Oh <laughs> that's like gosh. where we left off. So it's like, it's a weird comment. Not only did he tell us that, it's like he was very invested in making a good impression as an Uber driver. Uh -huh. So how does that happen? Ooh. Ooh, if I was being uncharitable, I would say like, that especially, well, that, he, especially that button on the story. He did fuck a child. He did fuck a so child. So feel free to be I, I, a little uncharitable. You know what? Yeah. I will be uncharitable <laughs> to this man. Can't you leave reviews? So Uber breaks down the five-star rating now, I think, at this point, to different categories. And you could have given five stars and put a comment there. Tells great stories. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People would have well, that, no, but that is part of the thing. Because, like, earlier in the ride, he said some dumb thing or whatever. And he's like, haha, look, I'm just trying to make you laugh. You yeah. know, so he's very much about being, like, an entertaining Uber driver. Right. So, but well, the, the fact that he would, that, that would transmit itself to, I'm going to regale you with this pedophilic tale this pedophilic tale from my past yeah. like but i mean listen here's here's what i was what i was going towards is like it sounds to me like he probably does this fairly often and like the act like like the button on the end of your interaction was him rating you five stars and then requesting that you rate him five stars and like that act of you like taking in his story and then rating him five stars it's like all right this person said i'm a five-star guy even though he knows what I did, you know, that to me is like pathological. It's pathological. Yes. He's like, he's like trying. So to you're saying like my five star rating and my coworker did give him five stars. You're saying that's almost like he interprets it as like a tacit endorsement of what he did. I think that probably might be why he tells the story to his. He's normalizing it to himself. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's, he's telling the story the pretty fact much that i can take this crime and turn it into something as pedestrian as uber chatter yeah that makes it less serious i think so yeah i think so i get that it's uh like he's got this he's got this platform like he has probably as many i don't know probably a dozen people that he that he talks to every day i do kind of feel like I did maybe prompt it, like I broke ground with, he was way too eager to share it, uh -huh. but I feel like my participation maybe did prompt him, uh -huh. but I think that's probably how he rationalizes it. Probably, yeah. like like at the slightest kind of gap in the armor, like it all rushes out. Yeah, and also like me and my coworker were, were basically like the only two adult men in Cleveland who weren't wearing sweatpants. Okay. So maybe it was like a confused thing where he's like, oh, these guys are sophisticated. Yeah. They'll get it that I fucked a kid. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know? They understand that life is messy. <laughs> they don't walk around with these black and white views of existence. No. Yeah, exactly. There's nuance. They're East yeah. Coast metropolitan uh, yeah, uh, yeah. bohemians. <laughs> they get it. Exactly. Oh, boy. You ever, you ever uh, have sex with a 16-year-old? Yeah. Sorry. Not even I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Not even when I was 16. I don't think. I don't think I've ever had sex with a 16 year old. Well, that's good. Like 17 was the. You don't age. think you did? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good so we have that on record. Run through my history, if you like. Here, no, I have not. No, no. I, I, I mean, at this point in my life, I would stay away from anyone who was even 25. Yeah. When I was in my early 20s, you'd go as high as 25. I guess, you know, things change. Uh -huh. Your tastes uh, 
mature and do mature. Yeah. Um, no, I feel like even when I was in my early 20s, someone who was below 21 on drink, drinking age, I would, would stay away from. Mm, yeah. Wasn't, I didn't. I, I wanted it's, to go get wasted, get fucked up. I was like, I'm not going to take you out and get you drunk because right. at this point. Uh, it's not your style. Yeah, you can be. I, I was at a concert once and I bought some underage people, like a year younger than me. I was 21. They were 20. Bought them some alcohol. And uh, I got caught. I got thrown out. And they said, wait right here. Like they were going to go get the cops. And I ran away. Uh-huh. Because they took me outside first. They kicked me out before they did anything. And yeah. Left, but and you got to leave. The dangerous. Yeah. Just, just stay away from anyone. Really, I'm probably 30 at this point should be the new standard. 30 is the new standard. anyone under 30. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, this guy, he's under 30. Yeah. I actually he's am. bad yeah. news. Yeah, he's I bad guess the news. Show needs to wrap up. <laughs> Time for me to, <laughs> to get out of here. Well, Greg, um, it was great to talk to you about pedophilia. Yeah, we really Lloyd's cock. Oh boy, I'd like to see those pictures. Can you post those? Yeah. Oh, that'll now. be our that'll be our thing on Twitter. Oh, is Lloyd's? My God. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We've... They got it. Supplementing these podcasts. This is going to scandalize the viewer, the listeners, because it's like it's like imagining if Santa Claus had a sex life. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm nice though. I would not. Damn it! You can be nice and horny at the I same time. No, 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 no. When you were descri- describing the angles of these dick pics, that was that was I, a high point. I worked with a guy once who one day opened my email. There's an email from him. I open it. It's a dick pic. That same angle, that low mm. angle, where his head's yeah. kind of in the background, out of focus. It's a natural angle to make it look, um, to loom larger. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. What had happened was his wife found him posting on Craigslist. She found that picture. She sent it to everyone in his, oh, his address uh, book. And, uh, oh, boy. Now he's in jail because he was selling meth. <laughs> ah. So anyways, oh. that's the path I think you go down. Oh, my God. Well, that's, well, that's, that's tragic. That's tragic. Yeah. But I just kept thinking about that. So it's, it point is... Lloyd, this wouldn't be new to me to see someone's dick that I know. Okay. So if you okay. post those. Dick pics are, are pedestrian. They are. True. Everyone's doing it. I'm I embarrassed mean, I haven't sent one. I'm embarrassed well, for you. <laughs> Honestly, I expected much better. Folks. Um, you're, you've been blowing out this whole I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, listen to Greg's podcast. Listen to Greg's podcast. It's called One Topic. Um, anything else you want to plug? At the moment? No, that's, see, this is the thing. I don't really have anything else to plug. Even yeah. though I, I do a podcast, I'm somewhat ashamed that I do a podcast, and I'm not on Dumb social thing. media, so that's the end of it. Check it out. Yeah, One topic. Um, and uh, and I am Lloyd Howell. You can follow me on Twitter at Void Howler. You can follow Ralph at Hey Ralph Man. Mm-hmm. You can follow the podcast at uh, at Feeling Well Pod. That's and, right. Uh, you know, Greg, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yes, thank you so much, both of you. Uh, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.